Dale. This is the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. I'm Kane Hall and I'll be keeping you up to date with all the local sport with my trusted sidekick, me, Danny Shaw, as we preview the weekend sporting action every Friday from 7 till 8. Hey up indeed, hey up indeed. I am joined tonight by my very special guest, Mr. Danny Shaw. Danny, how are you? I'm uh, pretty good, mate. How about you? Yeah, not too bad, buddy. Not too bad. Have you had a, a nice busy week? Oh, very busy, yeah. All full over of, the place. Full of sport? Full of sport. Oh, I thought you were talking about work. <laughs> uh, Anything, mate. F- if you've had a busy week, I want to know about it. Full of sport. There's been, there's been enough going on for us to get an hour out of it. I'm I'm sure there has. Um, Helen said it's the Kane Hall Sports Show featuring Danny Shaw coming up next. And hey up, Danny. Hello, Helen. So I'm pretty sure Helen's excited to get this show on the road. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. No, it's not all balls, but guess what? We're probably going to start with them because, you know... It's a sports show, and that's what happens. So anyway, in the football last week, Huddersfield Town lost to Swansea City away 3-1, but they beat Bristol City at home on Tuesday night 2-1. Leeds United beat Reading at home on Saturday and then went away to Middlesbrough during the week, and they won 1-0, but that was on Wednesday. Uh, Bradford City, they lost away at Newport County 2-1. Halifax lost 1-0 to Torquay away. Big, big, long drive that for them. Brighouse... They beat Dunstan at home 4-3 in a massively scoring game. That game must have been so open. And Liverses versus Bridlington Town, well, guess what? That were postponed. Rugby League on Friday night. This was all Challenge Cup fixtures. Lee beat Batley Bulldogs 36-10. And on Sunday, the Bradford Bulls played amateur side Underbank Rangers. And it was the Bradford Bulls that won. If you didn't hear it on HWD Hospital Radio, that was 22-0 to the Bradford Bulls. And Whitehaven versus Dewsbury. Dewsbury were due to play up at Whitehaven on the Sunday, but that was postponed due to the weather. And in the darts, night four in the Premier League. Glenn Durant lost to Nathan Aspinall 7-5. Rob Cross, to, Rob Cross lost to Gary Anderson 7-5. Daryl Gurney lost to Michael Smith. 7-5. William O'Connor, the contender for the night, lost to Michael Van Gerwen. 7-4. Not another 7-5. 7-4. And Gerwin Price beat current world champion Peter Wright. He absolutely smashed him. 7-1. That is a big result for him, Danny. Absolutely. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Absolutely, Danny. Absolutely. I love it when you say that. Um... <laughs> Is there any other sport that's been going on, Danny? Uh, I suppose there's a little bit of Formula One that I can uh, let you in on. Yeah, go on um, then. The testing, the pre-season testing has concluded and uh, the Mercedes with Bottas in the driving seat set the fastest lap of the entire thing. Um, now, to be fair, it's it's not necessarily anything that you can sort of judge anything by setting the fastest lap in testing because I think Ferrari for the past four seasons have set the fastest lap and I mean last season um, they didn't manage to get third in the drivers championship I think they did get the constructors uh, second place but it, you can't really judge anything by it there's there's a lot of um, oh 
smoke and mirrors that sort of goes on. So they'll be they'll drive fast in the first sector for a lap, then they'll slow down for the other two. Second sector drive fast in another lap. Sector three drive fast in another lap. Then they'll just add them all together, and then they'll know where they actually are at. But it looks like they're doing quite badly. So overall, but why would they do that? Uh, to sort of in a sense lay a lay a bit of a trap. So if, for instance, uh, Hamilton, I don't think he did like a really fast lap this time. So there might be the potential that you know teams like Ferrari, Red Bull might underestimate really what's going on with sort of like Hamilton. Or I mean they won't, but I think that's the idea that they'll underestimate what's going on, and then they'll be quite confident going into the season. Then when it comes to the season, Hamilton blasts off, goes away, starts slapping everyone. And then all of a sudden, Red Bull and Ferrari are playing catch up, you know, already. And it takes a while for them to, you know, get sort of like a bit nasty that, and it? stuff like that. Hey, it, it's sport. It happens in in every. Oh, that's very nasty. In every that. sport. Yeah, you st- oh, that word again, gamesmanship. I mean, there's there's another word that goes around, but that's not <laughs> uh, appropriate for radio. But gamesmanship, isn't it, Danny? That's that's what it is. Yeah, definitely. It's it's any way to to get an advantage, and uh, it's been happening since the. Uh, well, since Formula One began, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Formula you, you One. You agree? <laughs> Formula One is just something else, isn't it? Long, long oh, what's this all ago, about? I can still we'll tell you in a second. How that music used to make me smile, and I knew if I had my chance that I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while But February made me shiver With every paper I'd deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside the day the music died So bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry Has anyone caught on yet? Do you know what it is? In a bit of a, a homage to the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. And the reason why we're playing that, if you don't know, Tyson Fury has recently become the WBC champion of the world after absolutely battering Deontay Wilder in Las Vegas last Saturday. Um, Danny, I didn't watch the match because it was at silly o'clock in the morning. Don't think you did either, uh, but I'd, I'd imagine we both watched highlights of it and, and seen everything that's going on. But Tyson Fury was an absolute machine that night. Um, I'd have to agree. I'll be- Sorry, <laughs> shall I turn your mic on? I wasn't ready for you anyway. <laughs> I'll turn your mic on. <laughs> um, I, I, to be honest, I haven't really watched that much. I've seen a clip where um, Wilder went down in the third round, but other than that, I haven't really seen that much. He, 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 Tyson Fury was just on another level. He looked the absolute 
peak of his 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 career. He he he's physically he looked fantastic. He had the right mindset in and out. Yeah, he knocked Wilder down a few times. He was absolutely brilliant. But we're playing that song because he decided to sing it after he won the fight. He got given his belt and then he just started singing this song to everyone. He's just an absolute complete showman, isn't he? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. I'd, I must admit I am entertained by his antics because I do catch up with him a lot. That it does filter in through like social media where you'll see something where Tyson Fury has done something or he's said something and he is, he is, he is funny he, he is, is, is funny, funny he's a great showman and he backs it up with his performances to to give him that edge that's why he, he has these crazy walk-ons and then sings to the fans and everyone after winning fights it's <laughs> ridiculous but it's brilliant Danny what do you want to see from Fury next? What do you mean what do you want to see from Fury? What's next? Is it Fury AJ fight? Where's it going to be held? Or it's... does it go back to Wilder and Go for there. What what do you want to see? I mean, we we don't necessarily want to see Wilder uh, f- fight him again because we've seen it twice. I think the the outcome. Well, I say we've seen it twice. <laughs> People in general have seen it twice, <laughs> but a, a third time, I, I don't think you can really gain much from it. Joshua, we've been circling around Joshua Fury for for years now. Uh, in fact, I can't remember a, a time before I've. I've kept an eye on the boxing when that wasn't discussed, so I think that's got to be that's got to be next. Yeah, I think it has to be. I mean, there is a, a contract clause um, within the contract agreement mm. for Fury and Wilder to have rematch and fight number three. But I think the fans really want AJ and the Gypsy King. Yeah, definitely. Where would you have it held? Well, it's got to be it's got to be in England. Um, yeah, for me, hundred percent as well. Both. And I think there seems to be a bit of a thing of it being in sports stadiums as opposed to like arenas now hey, I mean look Anthony Joshua took what 80,000 90,000 to Wembley for Klitschko I mean if you didn't know I mean Carl Fox talks about it all the time um, that he actually got 80,000 in Wembley for a boxing match and I think this could potentially be I mean definitely in British boxing the biggest ever fight in the history of British boxing and possibly the biggest fight in boxing heavyweight history so 100% for me has to be in a big stadium like that yeah definitely so you'd be looking at like your Old Trafford uh, if they want to do it up north or obviously the Wembley Wembley I think the the Spurs ground that's going to be in with a shout because of how excellent their facilities are at the minute they're just just second to none Um, yeah I think either I think them three stadiums are possibly going to be the one. Can they make Old Trafford into a boxing arena? I don't know, but definitely Wembley and Spurs Arena is going to be up there. Chat box, let us know what you think. Who do you want to see Fury fight next? Is it Joshua, and where would you have it held? Because I would really like to know. I think I think AJ and Fury at the Spurs Stadium, that's where I think it'll be. Whether it's this year or next year, I'm not too sure, but it has to happen soon. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. It's not all balls, but we're going to start with football, as we always do. Come on, guys, you should know this by now. Huddersfield Town picked up a fantastic midweek wing, Danny. I was very fortunate to be commentating on it, and you were very fortunate to get a ticket from it. Yes, I was. Weren't yeah. you? Um, <laughs> how did Huddersfield play? Oh, in the first half? Mm-hmm. Amazing. 
it, it was it was brilliant to watch. It was good flowing football, nice little triangles and trickery. It was it was great to watch. It slowed down a bit in the second half, but they were still in control up until maybe eightieth mm, minute onwards, and then. Bristol got a little bit of a foothold in the game. They, they scored a bit of a, a scrappy goal. They did look dangerous, but I don't think that they, they necessarily struck any fear into the hearts of uh, of the town players. They did the fans, but maybe not the players, because the players did look generally comfortable with what were being thrown at them. Definitely did uh, on the terraces there. I know you, you you get that feeling even when you're doing the commentary. Cause like I said, I was lucky enough to do that for HWD. Hospital Radio on Tuesday night, you get a sense of what is going around the ground, and it, I'm sure the players do as well, but I do have to say, Huddersfield were absolutely fantastic. Yep. Um, Danny Cowley said he thought it was the best complete performance that Huddersfield have had all season. I could possibly agree with that. I, I, he's probably spot on with it. I thought they were absolutely brilliant. Um, standout for me, Emile Smith-Rowe. 100% agree that young lad from Arsenal is unbelievable Danny yeah definitely so the, the work that he, he sort of put in he changed sort of like a slow paced game into a fast attack every time he got the ball and I think we, we've talked about before like Grant how he's you know he's been put out on the left hand side and he, he might get like a little bit lonely out there he's a little bit out of the game Smith Rowe changed all that on Tuesday night because he made Grant as a left winger much more effective than what he has been doing before. Don't get me wrong, Grant has done a good job out there, but he hasn't always been in the game, whereas Smith-Rowe and the work that he's done brought him in immensely. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that, Danny. I think, um, obviously, Grant should know my opinion by now that he definitely should not be playing out wide on that left-hand side. Should not be playing there. I don't care. Shouldn't be playing there. No, he shouldn't. But Emil Smith-Rowe did well to keep him involved in the game. But I also think... That comes from Harry Toffolo as well. Oh, yeah. A lot right. of credit for Harry Toffolo and how well he's playing down that left-hand side at left-back to give Grant opportunities to stay forward a little bit more than what that he'd probably like to. Yeah, agreed. And it was... All, all the danger was coming from the left-hand side as well. Um, so all, all three of those players did fantastically well. Yeah, I thought they, they all played very, very well. Um, and it was nice to see... I've been, I've been asking for it. No Bakuna, no Kachunga on the wings. No, yeah. And you come out and play Chris Willock for his first start for Huddersfield Town and Grant out there. Not ideal, but he's a miles better than Bakuna and uh, Kachunga. Of course. Yeah. And you get the best performance all season. Yeah, definitely. So it's, it's, it definitely makes sense. Um, I think... Uh, Willock normally is a left winger but it was a little bit of inspiration putting him on the right hand side obviously he can cut in and have some shots and as we saw a beautiful it was an goal. absolutely fantastic goal I don't know if anyone heard me on uh, the commentary but um, it sounded like my, my drawer had dropped it would I let out a nice big scream for that one because it was an absolutely fantastic finish um, he can play on both sides um, can Willock so that's the sort of good outlet that we've got with him and he just needs to get that match fit because he's just not quite there yet um, hopefully Hogg will be okay as well because he went down with a knock but Emil Smith I, I know we've already spoke about but Emil <laughs> yeah. Smith Rowe was absolutely unbelievable he's tipped for big things and when you watch him you can see why can't you yeah definitely so I mean I I wouldn't want any town fans to to sort of think, oh, we might be able to sign him because it's I, not happening. I don't think that's it's happening. It's not happening. He's going back. Of course, um, he's going back, and he'll probably it feature 
In fact, he'll probably go back and if he's going out on loan again, he'll go to a Premier League side next season. Yeah, more than likely. I because think he is. Got to say. Yeah, he's unbelievable, isn't he, Danny? Yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it while he's here. Because the, the way he moves, the way his control, his positioning, the way he finds space, Danny Cowley, when I was listening into the um, press conference afterwards, I found it really funny. It came out with a comment saying, Emil Smith Rowe can find space in a phone box. <laughs> it, it, brilliant. It, you know, you don't, <laughs> it can, because yeah. he's that fantastic. Um, Charlton at home this weekend. How big is this game? Uh, massive when you look at the the other results that happened through the week with uh, with teams like Luton beating Brentford at home uh, I think Wigan and Barnsley uh, both won as well Barnsley got a good victory again and they're, they're trying to keep their their status alive in this uh, championship so I'll, yeah. let, I'll let you know table at the minute Danny yeah. concerning Huddersfield Town so at bottom you got Luton Town on 33 points Barnsley 23rd on 34, Wigan in 22nd place with 37, Middlesbrough 21st place 37 points, Stoke 20th on 38 points, Town on in 19th 39 points, Charlton 18th with 39 points but they've got a goal difference of minus 5, Huddersfield minus 15 and then it's Hull City 17th on 41 Reading on 16th in 42 points, and that's pretty much your relegation zone battle. Yeah, near enough. I mean, Reading are just uh, they're up there, oh, they, but, but they are, but they still still could find themselves in the poor position at the, come the end of the season. I think Derby in 15th with 45 points. I think they consider themselves safe, but everyone else, Danny, it's tight down there. Yeah, definitely. I think Derby will still still need some more points, I believe, uh, to really get themselves safe because. The, the run that the, the, the teams at the bottom of the table are on, uh, it's got to be scary for teams like Middlesbrough, for Huddersfield, for Charlton, um, Hull as well and Reading, because as we've said, they can easily get sucked in and of course Stoke as well, because they're in there. Stoke have got 38 points and they're below Huddersfield. Yeah, I, I, I thought recently they had quite a good run. They had a good run, yeah. I yeah, think Middlesbrough did run. the same actually, thinking yeah, about they it. They did. They've gone they up did. and they've just fallen back down. So it's going to be an interesting last 11, 12 games, however many we've got. It's going to be so, so interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm, sort of looking, I'm sort of looking forward, but I'm sort of not looking forward to this relegation battle running. It's going to be a really interesting one. But Huddersfield have got a massive, massive game on Saturday. Do join HWD Hospital Radio live for that game. Commentary brought to you by Cameron Pope and Katie Rhodes, I believe, that day. So it will be good commentary as well. Uh, Charlton going to come up. They're fighting for their lives as well. Lyle Taylor's in some good form. The Cowley brothers know about Lyle as he played for them under the Concord Rangers down in the Essex League when the Cowley brothers were starting out. So is that a good thing for the Cowley brothers, that they know this play and they can stop him or... Is he going to want to give something back against the Cowley brothers? And don't forget, we've got Callum Grant who's going to want to prove himself as well against the Charlton team. Yeah, definitely so. There's, there's, uh, sorry, in the case of like Tyler, uh, you're saying he, the fact that they know about him is always good. I mean, you, you obviously get whisperings, you catch up with stuff, you do your research, but they know a bit more in depth about this fella, so they're going to know maybe how to contain him. Yeah, hopefully maybe. I, don't, I can't see the back four changing as well, so it'll probably be the the brothers telling Schindler, Stearman, right, this is what this lad's going to do, try and keep him up 
up here try to do this with him Toffolo make sure you're covering as well Danny make sure you're on the side not Danny Shaw Danny Simpson um, yeah, I won't be quick enough <laughs> no I don't think I would either um, so yeah massive game Huddersfield Towns form has been up and down a very good win on Tuesday night and tomorrow huge game Danny do you want to give us our quiz question of the week absolutely I do so so <laughs> uh, this one this one interested me uh, I haven't definitely... I haven't heard this one yet either you, you haven't no um, which club was previously known as both Excelsior and New Brompton. Yeah. S- say that again. Which club was previously known as both Excelsior and New Brompton? Excelsior and New Brompton? Yeah. I will give you a hint. It is in the English leagues. West Brompton? I think I know. New Brompton. New Brompton. I think I know. I think I know, okay. but I'm not too sure. Um, so we were talking about the bottom of the championship, Danny. Yes. So let's talk about the top of the championship, Leeds United. Yeah. Two good victories. I mean, 1-0 and 1-0. Yeah. Two clean sheets and three points. Yeah. Could they ask for more? Uh, they, well, they could ask for more, but I think they'll be happy with what they've got considering what's been uh, what's been happening recently. You've got a goal. <laughs> yeah, you've got a clean sheet. You've done it twice, and you're putting some space between you and third place. Brilliant. What 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 more could you want? You could ask for more. You could ask for more goals. But I think yeah, you'll you take one nil every week until the end of the season. I think Make they, sure yeah, they would. They would. You would get yourself into that Premiership. Yeah, of course they would. But I mean, they still looked very. Oh, I just hit my knee on the table. <laughs> oh, ah, um, they looked very open. Yeah. Uh, against Reading and against Middlesbrough I've watched both games this weekend um, I was lucky enough to be at the Reading game and oh, I wasn't travelling up to Middlesbrough on a Wednesday night no. not in this cold <laughs> um, but this, the look up and they've still got a lot to work on I think the leads they missed Phillips massively yeah even when they look vulnerable you still need to be churning out those results and I think they're doing the minimum that they need well, yeah, the minimum that they need to do right now, and that's win one nil. I mean, if you can't win, pretty win ugly. So, right, we know we know what's coming, don't we? Go on, Bamford. Yes, he's lacking confidence, isn't he? He's yeah. still lacking that confidence, and the, for some reason, can't get Jean Kevin Augustin fit. Ah, Kev. Ah, Kev. Yeah, and I just don't know why. What What do you think needs to happen there? I think an injury for Bamford at this rate because he he won't he won't drop him. Uh, I don't think will Bielsa. I think unless they put like Aguero or someone like that in that team, Bielsa won't drop Bamford because he he has his eleven. He likes his yeah, eleven. Yeah, and, and, and he this ain't is steering the this is this is the the issue that they've got. I think, in my opinion, the leads at the minute because he's got his favourite starting eleven and he's playing a lot of wingers. Um, in the side and all the time and it just doesn't seem right um, especially when Phillips is out injured um, it really does make that team tick and the way it, his performance on, on Saturday against Reading before it had to come off he was playing absolutely unbelievable he was breaking 
everything down. Every time Reading tried to counter-attack, he was there to stop it, and he did so well to do it. And then when he came off, you could just see the difference. Playing Ben White just in front of the defence, it just doesn't work. Ben White, that's not his role. Ben White's a centre-back, so to push him up a little bit, yeah, because he can play with the ball at his feet doesn't necessarily mean he can play that role. And I said it in January. I said I think they needed to bring another centre midfielder in mm. just in case Phillips get injured or suspended. And it shows when he's not played, Leeds are so open. Um, I forgot who they're playing this week. Who are they playing, don't they? <laughs> they are at Hull away. That's it, Hull away. 12.30 kickoff. I mean, luckily, um, you know, Hull don't have that attacking prowess anymore uh, with Krasiski and Jared Bowen both moving on in January. So they might be okay in getting counter-attacked, but I still worry for Leeds if they don't have that midfield sorted. Okay, Click had a really good game against Middlesbrough during the week. Uh, he scored the goal. But this is what I said to um, a colleague the other day. That goal leading up to... Well, the goal that Click scored, Bamford squared the ball maybe about 30 seconds before, just on, on the edge of the box. A confident striker should hit that ball. They should not pass that ball. What do you think? Well, I'd, I'd agree because most strikers, when they are confident, when, when they are in good form, it's kind of a bit of shoot on sight. If, if they're close enough and they know that they're close enough to have a chance... They'll take, they'll take it, they'll have a go. Even if they kick it into Rose Ed, they're still having a go. So there is something missing, as you say, the confidence. Confidence. I, I, I know I slate him a lot, mm. um, but it, yeah, it's definitely confidence that is lacking at the minute, which it's a shame because Leeds need a bit of confidence, they need to get goals from somewhere. And if it's not coming from him, it can't always come from Pablo Hernandez or Click. No. Um, I will mention, though, that Jack Harrison looks an unbelievable talent. Every every time I see, watch him play, he just the ball at his feet. It just it just seems to stick. He's got fantastic footwork, and I know he's on loan from Manchester City. But if he carries on playing like he's doing, it, there's a chance he might even go back to City and actually get some game time there. Yeah, it's it's always always that potential that he, even though Manchester City seem to have, unless you're a fifty million pound player, you ain't playing in the team. But there is still room for, for players like that to, to sort of work their way in. I think there is. And I think at the minute, watching him recently, he's, sort of, he's got that in his locker. To He's got the ability, whether he's got the physicality, as in the speed. He is fast, but has he got the Premier League speed that City want? He's got the strength. Um, is he lacking a final product? I don't necessarily think so. It could have been improved. I don't think he's missing it. Um, and he could be a big part of this Leeds promotion season that they have and especially these last few games that they're running in they're going to need him because he's playing excellent at the minute mm, agreed um bradford danny not exactly doing as as well as we were expecting no we were expecting a bit of a turnaround under mccall but mm, it's not happened yet no I'd for feeling it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think it's coming, Be but because they're not they're not miles out of games. They've they've drawn like one all and they've they've lost by a goal. I think each time they've lost. Yeah, they're they're in and around it. It doesn't seem as if they're getting slaughtered every week, but no, this this still they need to pick up these points, Danny, don't they? Yeah, they need to get themselves back into the playoffs one way or the other and then 
hopefully the the magic of the knockout tournament. Bradford seem to do quite well with uh, yeah. with sort of like tournament fixtures. So yeah, they get do. themselves into playoffs whether they finish fourth or or seventh. I mean, got a chance of getting through. I mean, Newport, Danny. It's all right them having more possession and just as many shots and all this sort of stuff and passing more and but to go goal up and then concede too very quickly mm. within the space of what oof, seven minutes yeah it's not great it's not good at all Danny and it, they seem to be drifting and drifting away from that for their playoff hopes I mean the four points behind now mm. but that four points is going to be hard to pick up yeah definitely especially especially in, in sort of like the league as it is at the moment um, because the, it is quite congested in there and I, th- I don't know where we are in terms of if the teams have caught back up and got on level playing fields with all the postponements um, but it's it's quite tough because all the teams that are in and around the playoffs except for probably Bradford seem to be in some sort of run of form so Bradford need to turn it around relatively quickly well there's, there's three teams above um, I tell you what, breaking news, Leeds United goalkeeper Casilla has been get banned for eight games for racism and has been fined 60 grand for racist comments made to Charlton winger Jonathan Lecco. Breaking news, that is. He's banned for eight games. I know we're talking about Bradford, but wow, Danny, what can that do to Leeds' playoff hopes? Um, I think I think they're going to be thanking the, the lucky stars, or maybe that they've seen it coming that they did get the uh, get the other goalkeeper in that you were quite <laughs> quite brilliantly mentioned in, uh, oh, well, in the January know. transfer well, window. Know, I, when have, it, I have them moments when I, I, I don't know how you managed it. I think it was just a guess that just happened to work out. Well. I have these <laughs> moments, Danny. I know my stuff. I've got sauces and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, all right. But they'll they'll be thanking themselves that they have got themselves a backup keeper. Yeah, because that literally is, listeners, breaking news. Uh, Kiko Casilla banned for eight games and fined £60,000 for racist comments made to Charlton winger Jonathan Lecco. Wow, that's going to be tough. That is going to be tough. Yeah. Um, we don't condone them sort of no, we, we um, comments and, and fair play to the AFL, the FA and everyone involved in in sorting out such a a good ban and such a good fine because you know in international and European football we've seen well Danny we can talk about beginning of the season can't we when Huddersfield Town find £50,000 for wearing a a shirt <laughs> yes in a pre-season friendly which doesn't count to anything yeah um, for the sponsor being whipped across it and it wasn't in the the right area or space that it was allowed to be in £50,000 and then it was it Millwall, Millwall they yeah. got fined for for uh, chanting racist m- remarks and what was it I think it was was it 10,000 10,000 that's it a fifth of, of some it's of ridiculous so fair play to the FA fair play to the EFL eight games and a £60,000 fine is absolutely fantastic it's a step forward Oh yeah, yeah. It's a step forward. They've they've, they've, th- they've thrown the bucket in because they need to they need to kick it out. It's a step forward, and I think that's yeah. I think that's brilliant. Um, yeah, sorry about that. I know we're on about Bradford. Um, the teams above them: uh, Port Vale, Northampton, Colchester, in the order from eight, seven to six, 
all on 55 points, played the same amount of games as Bradford. Behind them is Forest Green Green in 10th position on 46 points. They've played the same amount of games as well. So there's a bit of a gap between Bradford going further down the league, but there's also a bit of a gap of getting up into them playoffs. And there is some good sides in that playoffs now. Um, I think Bradford are going to really struggle to find themselves getting back up there, especially when they're playing Plymouth, Danny, tomorrow. They are at home, but Plymouth, well, they're fourth in the league and they're looking to get automatic position. Yeah, this is this is sort of uh, a game where Bradford can make a bit of a statement of intent. If they win this one, it's like, yeah, we're not we're not dead yet. We we've st- we've, can still come back, but if they lose it, it's, I don't know. I mean, fair enough that they'll be losing to a team that is in a better position. Arguably could say are a better team at this moment in time. But you know, could could you say that the the season's kind of over with that? No, maybe not, because there are still more games to come. But it, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to say that, yeah, Bradford need to go win this game because it is still going to be a tough game for them. If it was a team lower down the league or a team around them, uh, in terms of like vying yeah, for the playoffs, yeah. then yeah, it's, it's, it's a must win because they need to get themselves back in. They've got to start picking up some points, Danny, don't they? Yeah, they, they can be forgiven, I think, for losing this one. But at yeah. the same time, they'd need to win. <laughs> yeah, they've got to at least put a good performance in against Plymouth and, and show yeah. that bit of fight because Helen's just said on the chat box, Bradford City don't have any any passion to win and they're driving her nuts. Would you agree that they don't have that passion to win? Oof, I don't know. I think sometimes you can see in the body language and I think it's been a tough, tough season for Bradford so far and it must be hard for Stuart McCall now going into that side and, and trying to pick them all up so we can see how this game goes over the weekend. Andy has put an answer in for the quiz but he thinks it's Chelsea. only know that because he was down there last week. Remember guys on the chat box, you've got three answers, make sure you get them in. You might think it's Chelsea and this someone else might not but if you agree with Andy, go for Chelsea yourself I'm not going to go for Chelsea I've got someone else in mind and I'll tell you that once we're ready for it but Danny just remind us of that quiz question please before we move on to our next sporting team yeah which team was previously known as Excelsior and New Brompton New Brompton um have you got any more clues um I'll save them uh, yeah I've got I've got my team I think I've given you a bit of a, a bit of a bit of a big one, saying that it's a, it's an English right. Okay, club that's the big one. That narrows it down to out of the seventy-two teams. What ninety-two? Well, seventy-two in the EFL. Sorry, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. So, so it's that, pre- Premier League yeah. down to so League that, Yeah, league so that two. so every team in the world being called West Brompton, which I wouldn't have thought was uh, new. And, and new, sorry, New, new Brompton. Brompton. I wouldn't have thought was any. Um, other place in the world apart from England um, and then it's been narrowed down to 92 well we'll see how that one goes won't we well you never know you never an know. American club yeah 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 an Australian club yeah Excelsior and Excelsior makes its way into a, that sounded Mexican it, it to could, me yeah it, you know, it could be that or I'm pretty sure is there a I think there's some sort of, I think there's a Dutch team that has oh, around that area right okay 
that has its name like that. So you know, oh, we're just trying to just you, trying you, to help just, out. You just put, yeah, you just putting it out there, aren't you, mate? I, I appreciate that. Um, let's put out Halifax's fixtures for this week, shall we? Absolutely. Eastleigh away and Sutton at home during the week. Yeah, they're, they're in and around mid-table these yeah. two sides and Halifax disappointing to lose maybe to Torquay last week 1-0 I mean it is a long way they can sort of be forgiven for it yeah saying that though it's it's another trip even further down down to Eastleigh well it's not further than Torquay but it it's, is it's a long yeah. trip yeah it's certainly a long trip it's Southampton way isn't it yeah I mean we've made that trip before and if you do it right you can get there in plenty of time yeah, I, I, won't, I won't give an exact time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's you know, two they are, them two are established clubs now in this conference mm. league. Um, but Halifax could do with picking up points. I think the best chance of it, if I'm honest with you, Danny, is at home during the week against Sutton. Yeah, because they're going to have that home advantage and Sutton driving up to Halifax or however they're getting up there because it's going to be cold it's going to be wet it's going to be damp it's going to be freezing it's not exactly the best sort of conditions a team would want to play and I would say Halifax are probably more used to that especially with training in it mm. um, so what what do you think you reckon they've got a better chance of getting points at home this week yeah yeah, definitely against Sutton at home yeah that would be their best opportunity for the, for the three points uh, I wouldn't rule out obviously the trip to Eastleigh no no um, no let's not rule it out but I, I know Eastley have, have, for the past few seasons, have been a tough team in the division, and I would have thought they'd have been like looking for playoffs. Yeah, I'd agree as well, and especially Sutton as well with the recent um, FA Cup sort of situations they've been in. I couldn't find the right words, but <laughs> they've done pretty well in the FA Cup recently, haven't they? Yeah. Which they gained themselves a bit of money for, and, and sort of stabilised them in that league. Um, but yeah, you would like to expect both of them sides further up the table and pushing for them playoffs. A side that wanted to push for the playoffs but never managed to do so and it's pretty much over and out for them now. Not much to play for. It's Brighouse Town. They play Pickering Town away this weekend, Danny. They'll be playing against a former Brighouse Town player, Ewan Healy. He's got a very big bite to him. He he doesn't ball out with challenges. Not exactly the person you want to play against. Um, do you reckon it's going to be a tough game for Brighouse, or how do you think Brighouse are feeling at the minute during this stage of the season? Well, they're not. They're not going to be confident. But at the same time, they did they did pick up a, a win last weekend. But it it was quite hard fought for them to get there. So I suppose there will be a little bit of a pep in the step um, from from that, but. I think overall there's, there's still going to be a bit of doom and gloom around the club I'd have thought because as, as we've said they're, they're not as high as what they should be I think they do have an opportunity here because if I'm, if I'm not mistaken I think Pickering are the bottom team their bottom they team the bottom yeah with only 15 points so they're in a, a state of disarray so this is a good opportunity for two wins on the bounce for Brighouse whether or not they do that the form suggests that they'll probably lose 4 0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, I'm just looking at the table, Danny. Brighouse are mid table, uh, 11th place on 35 points, but they've been. They've had four points taken off them. Mm. If they hadn't had them four points taken off them, they'd have been in 7th place and two points behind 5th, which is playoffs. Yeah. Just shows, doesn't it, how, you know, maybe not necessarily following the rules properly or not understanding the rules properly can can affect can affect teams yeah definitely i mean you you wouldn't think that that four points 
uh, being deducted would be would be massive. But I think Brighouse are, are in a way showing that it is because they would be quite close to the playoff. They, they would, would still be in the hunt. They'd be I in s- a playoff fight right now. Yeah, I, s- I suppose you can't necessarily rule them out at this moment in time, but they are fast running out of games to, to close that gap. Is it, There's 11 games left. Yeah. 11 games left, and it is going to be tough. There's some good sides in there, some definitely winnable. I mean, the, when they beat Pontefract the other week, Pontefract to fourth mm. and 48 points, they're pretty much cemented there place or they are cementing their place in the playoffs and to go away there and, and beat them and then you know it, it, it's a strange one but it, it's I, I personally think they've run out of luck you but think? who knows I hope they don't I hope they do try to keep pushing on for that playoff position another team that needs some playoff position points Liversidge guess what again Danny as we know game postponed of course it was postponed Yeah. but hopefully they're going to have two games this week away at Goal tomorrow and then away at Bridlington during the week yeah which was the was the game oh no it was the home game against Bridlington yes it was called off sorry. yeah it was yeah um, so at least they'll get a, a nice chance to, to play them at least hopefully on the ground. yeah because Brillingtown are literally on Lewisage toes they're right behind them in the league Lewisage are fourth Brillingtown are fifth so it is a massive massive game against Brillingtown they could do with picking up a massive three points there to put a bit of space between them and hopefully gain some points on the teams above them um, whether they can do it or not I'm not too sure That's I'm only not too sure because well to be honest with you I don't even know if the games are going to be on. No. That's the biggest thing. Uh, especially at that level, we do tend to find games um, getting called off quite a lot. So, Danny, it's now time. i tell you what, quiz, we've had no more quiz question answers, so we'll put it out again. Danny, what's the quiz question again? Chat box, please get involved with it. Come on. We've only had one answer. We want some more. Which team was formerly known as Excelsior and New Brompton? Excelsior on New Brompton. Oh, we Simon knows. Simon's oh. just uh, waving through the window. He knows. Uh, see if he can. Uh, I tell you what, Simon, put it in the chat box. Come put it in the chat box and tell us what what your answer is as well. While we get Simon to do that, it's going to be the Kane Hall and Danny Shaw game. We still <laughs> haven't got a name for it yet, have we? No. Come on, Danny. Let's let's have a go at it. What what you got for us? So we'll start with the results from last week. Uh, Leeds versus Reading was 1-0. You went 4-0, I went 2-0. Both get 10. Yeah. Swansea versus Huddersfield. You went for the one-all draw. I went for a 2-0 win to Swansea. They won 3-1, so that means oh, I picked up 15 points. No. Uh, then Newport versus Bradford. You went 1-0 to Bradford. I went, obviously, for my 2-1. Oh, OK. But for Newport. Do you not remember? I swapped it round. No, what? Two one to Newport. You can't do that. I did. It's written down. You can check it if you want. They can't <laughs> and it was, do of that. course, two one to Newport. So thirty points for me on. Simon's that. put his answer in, by the way. So I'm, <laughs> I'm forty five points in front of you at the moment oh. in time. Torquay versus Halifax. We both went for Halifax. Torquay won. No points. Brighouse versus Dunstan. You went two one. I went three two. It was three two for ages, and then two late goals made it four three. <laughs> So we both get 15 oh, points for that. Right, 45 points in front of you at this moment in time. Liversidge versus Bridlington was called off. Now this is where it gets interesting. Uh-oh. Huddersfield versus Bristol City. You thought you went 2-2. You didn't, you went 2-1. Oh, 
And as we know, that was the yeah. score. 2 1. Get so in. 30 points. Get in. I got myself 15 for that because I went 1 0. Right. So you've caught up by 15, so you're 30 points behind. Okay. Middles versus Leeds was 1 0 to Leeds. I went for the 1 all draw, so I miss out. Yeah. You went 1 0. To lead. Get Hain. So come on. Dead heat. We both got 85 points last week. Oh what? Yeah, so I am now on 990 and you are on 855. Wow, that was a big week. It's just a shame that uh you got so many as well. Yeah, I know. But to be fair, <laughs> you were that you were that far behind. You were 45 points behind, and in two games you managed to claw it back. It just shows, doesn't it, Danny? If you just put your head to it and, and get them right results, you you'll be R8. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the, that's the aim of the game. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> so Hull versus Leeds is the uh, is the first game. That's the 12th kickoff for tomorrow. Okay, that's going to be a Leeds victory. Um, that's probably going to be 3-1. Uh, three, 3-1. Three, three, yeah. I'm going to go with the trend that seems to be happening. I'm going to go for 1-0 to Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap and easy. Huddersfield versus Charlton. Uh 3-1 oh, to Huddersfield. to Huddersfield. Were you going to go for that as well? I, I think it's going to be tighter than that. I mean, if they play like they did on Tuesday night, it's, they'll probably blow them away like 6-0 or something like that. Yeah. But I, I can't see it happening. It's a team oh, that's in the round and it's going to be nervy. Know. You never know. There's going to be one goal in that one of a 2-1 to Ooh. Huddersfield. I am confident Huddersfield will do it. Uh, Bradford versus Plymouth. <laughs> uh, Plymouth. Uh, that's going to be 1-0 victory to Plymouth. To Plymouth. I am going to go for a draw. Oh, you this, know what? This I is sort of wish I would. This is the start. I sort of wish I'd have gone for a draw. It's going. It's going to be a goal apiece. One all. See, that's what I'm going to go for. Eastley versus Halifax. You're going to go for one. But apiece. I feel like I should have gone for that for Bradford. <laughs> I'm <sighs> going to go for. Uh, I would normally go for a Halifax win, but I'm going to go for Eastleigh on this one. Yeah. I don't know why. There's just Ooh. something about it. So I'm, I'm disgusting. I'm going to go one 0 for Eastleigh. Oh. Yeah, I don't but, feel good about that. No, you shouldn't do. But Halifax will probably beat Sutton on. I think it's Tuesday night to play. Is it yeah. Tuesday night? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. So that's going to be that'll be two 0 to Halifax. Okay. I'll yeah, they're going to get clean sheet. Halifax. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go for three 0 to Halifax. Uh, on that one because they're going to want some points after losing to Eastley away mm -hmm. Pickering versus Brighouse <laughs> um, it's going to be a tight game um, especially conditions providing the games on so 2-1 to Brighouse 2-1 to Brighouse I'm also going to go Brighouse as well but I'm going to go for a bit of a bigger score oh, right, yeah. I'm going to go for 4-2 for Brighouse 4-2 yeah a lot of that's goals. normally a Liversidge score I know it, there's still there's still the possibility. Goal versus Liversidge. I'm going to go for PP. Postponed. Postponed. How many points do you get for a postponement? To be fair, I might just put that in the actual, in the actual <laughs> column anyway. Yeah, yeah that'll, just, that'll <laughs> come out end of season. Um, providing it's on Danny, it's going to be a Liversidge victory, and it's going to be uh, that's going to be three one as well. Three one. I'm pre I'm predicting a lot of goals this weekend. You are. I'm going to stick with a four two. Oh, yeah, for, obviously. Uh, for Liversidge. Obviously. Uh, and then Bridlington versus <sighs> Liversidge. Tight. That is going to be tough that away. It's going to be probably 1-0 to Liversidge. It's going to be a no. tough game during the week away over at Bridlington. I In these conditions. did go for 7-2 to Liversidge. What? Last week. You uh, went 7-2? Th that's what I guessed. Obviously, it was postponed. Right, yeah. But with it being an away game, I might change. <laughs> <laughs> Just change it a little bit. Well... 
Um, <laughs> oh, dear. It's going to be postponed anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I'm going to go for... I'm just going to go 4-2 again. 4-2. Yeah, why Fair not? Fair enough. Right, Danny. Quiz question time. Yes. We've got two answers in. You haven't heard mine yet. No. Andy's gone Chelsea. Yeah. Simon yeah. has gone Gillingham. Right. And you know what? I was going to go for Gillingham myself as well. Mm. So, Danny... I have had a direct message. You've had a direct message? Yes, with three answers. With three answers? So we've got Cheltenham. Cheltenham. Macclesfield. Macclesfield. And also Gillingham. And also Gillingham. So at this moment in time, if you don't know, <laughs> I would fancy Gillingham at this I'd moment in time. I'd fancy Gillingham right now. Which is good because that is correct answer. Hey, uh, so well done. I'll tell you what, Simon, you're dark horse over there, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just comes in to do his rock show on a Friday night. Oh, I don't know anything about sport. He's a liar. Here he is. Not bad for a Leeds fan. Not bad for a Leeds fan, eh? Tell you uh, what. Not bad. I- I not did, bad I didn't at all. Know. Not I, bad at all. I didn't know. I didn't have a clue. But when I saw that, I thought, oh, that's a good one. And I only comes in to do rock show and then comes in and takes a spotlight with Gillingham. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Rugby League, uh, the Bradford Bulls, they are facing Oldham away this Sunday. And they do have Reese Evans back after a loan spell with Lee Rhinos. He goes straight in to the 21-man squad. The Batley Bulldogs, they're at home to Sheffield Eagles. They've also signed a player this week. Dominic Horn has signed for the Bulldogs after a trial period. He signs on just a 12-month contract, well, for the season. And the Jewsby Rams... They are at home to the Wid- the Widness, yes, Widness Vikings at 8.30 kickoff, and that will be live on HBD Hospital Radio. That'll be with Martin Sharp and myself, providing I don't do very, very well at a poker tournament I'm involved in on Sunday, which also Danny Shaw will be there as well. We did really well in our poker league last season so we will be there we don't always condone gambling we don't spend a lot on it it's just uh, five pound every week just to get involved and it's that's it okay that's it i'm, I'm not i'm not encouraging you, it you don't even need to pay the five pound if and you there don't you want, go really yeah oh yeah that's I'm the gonna, point right. you could you could have come right. down for that's you, it you, you, you must have known that no you didn't unbelievable oh that's a shame there's me i haven't been going for weeks can't afford <laughs> Oh well, never mind. But yes, Jewsbury Rams, they're playing the Witness Vikings at 8.30 kickoff on Sunday. So please do join HWD Hospital Radio for that one with myself and Martin Sharp. It's, it's going to be a very, very good game. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. I've got a tiny bit of tennis for you. Oh, go on then. So Dan Evans made it to the semi-finals in the Dubai Tennis Championships. But he did unfortunately lose to the uh, to the Greek player that I spoke about. What's um, his name? Tsitsipas. Tsitsipas. T S I T S I P A S. Tsitsipas. Something like that. I'm not going to try and pronounce it because I've only pronounced it wrong. And offend. So the Greek fella. Yeah. What's Tsitsipas? Just the Greek fella. Uh, beat Dan Evans and he's going into the final against Novak oh Dan Evans man Kyle Edmonds was in the quarterfinals oh he's English bloke isn't he he is as well come on Kyle oh as well is Dan Evans English as well Dan Evans is English yeah English Scottish or British English alright okay British British we'll go British they're all British 
don't matter if they're Scottish, Welsh, Northern Irish or English. Okay. They're all British. Right, okay. British interest. Okay. Even the Australian one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Kyle, that, that lass? Yeah, that lass, Joanna Conner. That's it, yeah. So, I say she's Australian, isn't she? Kyle Edmund. Kyle Edmund. He was in the quarterfinals of the Mexican Open. Tell me one. Go on, tell me. Recently. Tell me one. Oh, Kyle. To world number 35, Taylor Fritz. And what is he in the world? 14? Uh, what? 40, Kyle Edmund. Kyle Edmund is, yeah, I, think, I believe he's in the 40s. 44, isn't he? Oh, well. Something around there. Yeah, that, that's fair enough. The ISC, you prefer to put a bit more of a game yeah. into it. You he, know, hey ho, these he, things happen. He, he is rising now, to be fair, and so is, uh, so is Dan Evans. Good. So Good. We can't all just be uh, hoping for, uh, for Andy Murray to win everything because, well, he don't and he keeps getting injured. Yeah, I want to say it's more, more injury. He keeps getting injured now, so we need someone else to take over that. That that sort of yeah. What, what's we, the we word? need a new British Pen- Peniston? No. Pedestal. Pedestal. Yeah, pedestal. pedestal. I think that's the word. Sort of. yeah. Something like that. I think that's. What you get idea. For. You get idea. But there is some good news for oh, British oh, tennis. Oh yes. Heather is it to Watson. Do it Australian? No, or Heather Watson. Yes, she was also in the Mexican Open. Go on, Heather. And she has made the last four, so she is in the semi-finals. Yes, Heather. Go she, on, girl. She will be pay, playing China's. Zhu Wang. Zhu Wang. In the semi-finals. For Beatable. At the final. Beatable. At this moment in time, definitely so, because Heather Watson is playing some very good tennis. Oh, good. So is that is that everything for the tennis? That's everything on the tennis from good. me. So when, when are the finals then done? Is it this weekend? The finals will be this weekend. The semi-finals will be this weekend. Saturday and Sunday. Good. So good luck to Heather Watson there. Let's hope she can bring a... Is it a championship? A championship, A yep. championship home to British soil. Soil? Soil. 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 Connery. Bloody hell. I can't, no, I just can't say it. <laughs> British soil. British soil. British Soil, 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 <laughs> British soil. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Danny, do you know what time it is? I've got a feeling. Go on. That's time. Yeah, boy. So it is the European Tour this weekend. That is in Hasselt. Hassel? Hassel. Hasselet. H-A-S-S-E-L-T. It's in Belgium. Yeah, we'll go with that. It's in Belgium. That's where it is. Um, it's just a Euro tour, so it's not it's not a major event. It's something that happens every few weeks, and players get to go on tour. the The crowds are exactly fantastic, especially on a Friday afternoon. There's pretty much maybe a handful of people in, but it gives an opportunity for pro tour players uh, who are in and around that top sixty four to have a chance of winning the tournament. A lot of the times you do find the top 16 seeds at the minute. They will be involved in it, but they are already into the second round. So it is the other players in the tour who are playing each other in the first round to get through to the second round to play a top 16 player to probably, more than likely, maybe just lose to them. But you never know what could happen in these sort of tournaments. Joe Cullen, um, he's due to play tomorrow. Ryan Searle is on some real good form. He played this afternoon. He played really, really well. So it'll be exciting to see how he does. And also a lot of the other players in there. I think Stephen Bunting went crashing out to, uh, I can't remember the lad's name, but Stephen Bunting is a big name and 
he lost out in his pro tour and it shows these other sort of players they can get in there and have a good have a right good go at it. Damon Hetter, he played fantastically well earlier this afternoon to get through to the next round, and he's someone that we're going to have to keep up with this season. Uh, but it is going to be in Exeter, is the Premier League on Saturday, um, Thursday, Danny. Yeah. Rob Cross is playing Daryl Gurney. Gerwin Price is playing Glenn Durant. Aspinall is playing Nathan Aspinall is playing Peter Wright Gary Anderson is playing the contender that week and that is going to be Luke Humphreys Coolhand who is actually a Leeds fan so I wonder if we were listening to that hearing what we've got to say about Bamford and Michael Smith is playing Michael Van Gerwen which will be an excellent excellent game Danny um, are we expecting much from the contender this week? The contender? Yeah which is Luke Humphreys Luke Humphreys yeah uh, he's going to give it a go Oh yeah, I'll give it a, he'll still he's, give it a go. He's, he's going to throw his darts three at a time. He probably will do, yeah. And uh, will. yeah, he's going to maybe win a set or two at least. <laughs> You'd like to think so. <laughs> Premier League at the minute, uh, Glenn Durant was knocked off the top, so it's now Michael Van Gerwen on top spot, and joining him in second place with Nathan Asimov, them two are both on six points. Gerwin Price is in third on five points, Glenn Durant now fourth on five points, as well as Michael Smith fifth, Gary Anderson sixth there, both on five points as well. Rob Cross and Peter Wright are both on three points, Rob Cross in seventh, and... Peter Wright in ninth, and Daryl Gurney is still in last place with one point. So Daryl Gurney's got some work to do. So as world champion Peter Wright, so I'm expecting him to do a lot better in the, the near future. But Danny, this is just about bring. Oh, what have we got here? Oh, the Leeds Rhinos. They are currently beating Warrington Wolves in the Brentford Super League tonight, and that's going to be it's six nil. Jack Walker is the try scorer, and Martin has converted the kick. So I think we're about. Well, is that half time? Just going up to the second half now, won't it? Oh no, it kicked off at half past. So <laughs> about what's that? Half an hour in? Yeah, half an hour in. Probably just about ten minutes to go. Be a tight game that. So thank you everyone for joining us. I still can't believe that Simon got that answer even though he stood on my shoulder so <laughs> I'll say it quite quietly so he can't hit me but yes well done to Simon and everyone else who got the answer thanks it's been the Kino Sports Show see you there